and welcome to KC360's podcast on navigating college admissions. I'm Christy, your host, and during our time together, we'll cover college admission tips and tricks to help your college search be a success. Today we're talking about gap year or what a gap year is, what it isn't, and I'll have some resources linked in the show notes for you regarding gap year options if you just need ideas. So know that that's there. You can look that up and link that in. I try to keep a list updated just of ideas for you, but a lot of students really are considering gap years right now and not gap years as in plural, but a gap year as in an option. And so we'll talk a little bit about what that is and what it isn't, but also why, when it may be good and why it may not be good for your student. So let's, off the top, talk about what is a gap year. What does that mean? What does it include? A gap year from an academic perspective, and that's really how you should consider a gap year, because if your student at all is considering anything related to work or college, which would be the next step in adulting, (laughs) then a gap year is um, something that can be considered for sure, but you really want to approach it from a adult mindset in that you would use it to further your academic experience or a professional experience or a personal experience. And so the whole purpose of it really is through that lens. And so with that in mind, a gap year should and could look something like this. Definitely structured. It can be six months. It can be up to 12 months, but it should be structured in some way, whether that's a program, whether that's a job, whether that's classwork, whether that's an internship, some form of employment or various sets of employment. If you have a lot of interests, those are great things, but it should all be structured. You should have a time to start and a time to stop, and it should be structured with a goal. And it's really great if you have a grid or a list of things that you want to accomplish during that time and goals that you have for you personally and then potentially professionally as well, but definitely personally. A lot of gap year options offer college coursework. And so if you're looking at a gap year program, there are some that are connected to college coursework, and then there's some that are not. And so when you look at those, I, I really like the college coursework included for several reasons. One, many times you can still be FAFSA eligible and get some Pell Grant help if you're eligible for a Pell Grant. Many times you have this bridge of like college coursework and someone to journey with in your adulting life that first year. Uh, A lot of times you can knock off a semester or two if you end up doing a year program with a gap year that offers college coursework. And most importantly, you don't lose academic momentum. And so if that's something you're considering, those are big bonuses to that. And that's what a gap year could include is college coursework. It should always include time to mature and grow. And that's strategic on your part, right? Even if it's one thing I want to grow in, one thing I want to mature in, those are really good goals. Always learn some adulting. What does it look like to budget? What does it look like to clean a house? What does it look like to clean, um, you know, laundry and my car on a regular basis and pay my bills and make a doctor's appointment? These are actually things you should be doing your senior year in high school. But if not, what does adulting look like in me and my context? Community service. There's a lot of 
gap year programs that include community service. And this is fantastic, especially if it offers a range of community service that really can help you sort of hone in or identify different areas that you have strengths and weaknesses and interests in professionally. It can also include work experience or shadowing. And when you're thinking about this, this is sort of twofold in that you could take a gap year and work to save for college, which is really important. Or you could take a gap year to work and shadow somebody, and it may not be paid, it may be paid, but the goal there would just be to sort of test out if that's the job in the industry that you want to do. And, you know, maybe you just want to strengthen a niche of where you're interested in. But those are, those are good definitions of what a gap year is and what a gap year typically includes. Don't forget, if you're not sure what to major in or what career you might want to be in, that you can take the Pathway Planner Assessment online. It's a great resource that includes the assessment, outcome coaching, and consultation about how majors and careers match to universities along with scholarships for those universities. Links in show notes for more information. So let's talk about the hard part, what a gap year isn't. And it's very basic, but a lot of students, you know, want to take a gap year for these reasons. And um, they just really don't further who you are. They really don't have any legitimacy academically or professionally for that matter. So a gap year is not sitting at home. It's not playing video games. (laughs) It's not a lack of structure. And it's not a lack and focus on growth. So everyone needs a break, and I think that's good. And that's sort of, you know, in a lot of ways what the semester between your senior year when you graduate and when you start college should be. Like intentionally take some time off to really be with family, do the fun things. I talk to a lot of seniors who, you know, want to take a gap year because they want to travel and and see friends. And, I, you know, you have like two and a half months in the summer. So take advantage of that time and do it then because it really does make a difference whether you start with a freshman class or not. In a lot of ways, when you take a gap year, it's important for you to understand from an expectation perspective that you are coming in sort of as a second year slash sophomore student. And so that, you know, cohesiveness that you have with the freshman class will come later. And, you know, most, a lot of friendships will have been started, not necessarily finished or bonded because you do add in and subtract friendships over the course of college, just like you do in high school. But from an expectation standpoint, I think that's important. But a gap year is not just, you know, a year to take off and do nothing. And I think when there is an expectation that that's what it should be for you, you need to understand colleges will not respect that. And and quite frankly, neither will businesses. So make sure you understand what it is and what it isn't. Some tips regarding a gap year. Uh, Colleges don't mind at all usually, that you're considering a gap year. And it's okay to be upfront with them, especially since the pandemic. A lot of students have opted for this. And I'm a big proponent of it, especially if you're an international student at TCK, because it really does allow, if it's done correctly with the first section of what it is, then it allows for a bridge into adulting and a bridge into transition. And so there are some benefits for it. And if that's something that you want to consider and you're a senior or you're a junior and you're thinking about it, but especially if you're a senior, go ahead and apply for college. Be upfront. I'm considering a gap year. I would not unequivocally say I'm going to do a gap year, but I'm applying anyway. Because I think you have a whole year to sort of figure out this process and work through what it's actually going to look like. And so one of the biggest downfalls I see about students considering gap years is that they don't apply for college. And this is really... Um, 
I guess it's really challenging on in, in a lot of fronts. One, it means that you, you haven't applied and you don't get a financial picture of what you could be offered in terms of scholarship and financial aid. And so then if you're wanting to work for your gap year to understand and save, you, you, you've got to have sort of an understanding and an idea of what you're saving and working towards. And so applying for college allows you to do that. It also allows for a university to consider financial aid options. And so if you're a U.S. citizen or permanent resident, you can fill out your FAFSA that opens October 1st. You can do all the financial aid forms, you know, really figure out like what what would a similar package be? What would my financial aid package be? It gives you time to do the research, talk to professors. You can do all of that virtually. It doesn't have to be in person. And then, um, you know, in the spring, in February, March-ish, when you get your financial aid packet, then it gives you an idea of what you're looking at and and helps really in the decision-making process. And the other benefit is if you decide not to attend college that year, then you do what's called defer your admission. And this is critical because then the college can hold your, basically your application information for a year while you take your gap year. And the reason that this is beneficial and great is because it means you most likely will not have to send in test scores, your transcript, a letter of recommendation, all these things that took you, you know, a good bit of work to acquire and send in. And so there's great benefit for them for them housing that. If there's an interview or essay process as part of their requirement, most colleges will want you to resubmit your essay an interview simply because you've, you know, hopefully changed and matured in a year and they're going to want to know what happened, what'd you do, you know, what'd you do this year, how, how did you grow? And so um, that's a critical piece to the gap year. If you're going to do that, you really need to let the universities you've applied to and been admitted to know that you want to defer your admission. Otherwise, they just close your application and close you out. If you don't tell them that, then they're not bound to hold on to anything. And then what happens is you you have to go back and resubmit everything. And so if you defer your admission, a lot of times universities will hold that for a year. And then when, you know, the next August comes up that, you know, a year before you're going to begin applying, then you just ask them to open your application and then what you need to submit again. Transparently, you probably will not get the exact same financial package. And a lot of that has to do with the market and the economy and, you know, how things are doing with grants and scholarships, but it should be relatively the same. Unless you take more than 30 hours of college credit during your gap year, then a lot of universities will consider you a transfer student. And so keep that in mind that, you know, that then you really do come in as a second year student and you're not a freshman. And so that will change your financial packet. So if you're usually in the 20 to 30 mark, you know, just ask and look, talk to your admissions counselor, look what their policies are. So you understand from the get go what you're looking at in terms of a year from now, finance wise, but also credit wise. A lot of students are choosing this option and there's great benefits to it it's a very individual decision and not one that like you know well my friend did this so I'm going to do this too it really does need to be your own decision Um, even if a sibling chose to do it it may be the best thing for you it may not be but look into that some great outcomes of you know deferring your admission like I mentioned or financial picture it gives you an idea of what you would pay financially um, and you know not just what to work for this next year financially but also what kind of it gives you a year what kind of scholarships do I look for and then 
um, a lot of gap year programs, you can ask about scholarships or there's um, gap year type scholarships that you can look into. Those are pretty limited, but there are occasionally some that are out there. And so it does give you a little bit of time to look. Gap year programs that are structured can be expensive, but if there's college credit with it, then you can sort of defray some of that cost with um, eligibility for Pell Grants and other things. So there's a benefit there. If you have questions or if you're not sure about any of that, always feel free to reach out and know that um, you know we are here for you and the resources that we have are here for you. There's lots of information on financial aid, choosing a major, and how to choose a college, even on the podcast. So reference back to some of those episodes and know that I'm cheering for you and want the absolute best for you. Mm-hmm.